You're listening to the Emerald Podcast Network. Can we try this? And then we'll try if, if this we're all okay. This is saying while we, while it happens. What? No, no, we go to a blackout. Oh, I have the curtain going down before the blackout. Okay, well, that's, that's, that's fine. Hello, Emerald Podcast listeners. I'm Francisca Monahan, the podcast editor of The Daily Emerald. Stage Kiss, the second-to-last show of the University Theater's 2015-2016 season, is set to open this Friday, April 22nd, at the Robinson Theater. For weeks, the production's cast has been working diligently to bring Sarah Rule's dramatic comedy to life. But in honor of the show's opening, we decided to shine the spotlight on the invisible superheroes behind the curtain, the production's stagehands. Emerald Arts and Cultures writer Jordan Brown sat down with Stage Kiss assistant stage manager Ben Jones to talk about the show, the life of a stagehand, and his own experience in the world of theater. Hello, my name is Jordan Brown. I am an arts and culture writer for the Daily Emerald, and today we are here with Ben Jones. He is the assistant stage manager for Stage Kiss. Hello. So, will you tell me a little bit about the show you're working on right now? Yeah, Stage Kiss is this crazy hilarious meta theatrical play by sarah rule it um it follows these two actors who used to be romantically entwined but then they spent 20 years apart and then they were cast in a show again serendipitously and it's all the sort of crazy shenanigans that come with that and the, and the real life drama and this blending of what is real what isn't That's, so by meta you mean like, it's theater about theater it's it's about the process of creating theater. Um, so we have like a, the, um, the back wall that you're going to see when you walk into the theater mirrors sort of our, the Robinson stage's actual back wall. Um, it's sort of, and we, we've got all these sort of things where it's, we're, we're talking about creating theater. The, the, these are actors. We watch them through a rehearsal process. We, there's a character who is the director who is directing this, um, who's directing the plays that are going on inside the plays. So we've got plays and plays. and it, So it's talking about the thing that you're watching. Wow. <laughs> it's crazy. So how long have you been working as an assistant stage manager? This is the only show that I've done this particular job for. Um, I've done myriad I, I i've mostly work I've, I've mostly done acting that's the biggest thing i've done um I, i've done several several pocket shows in our student-run theater um, i'm actually on the pocket playhouse board um i've directed a couple shows and i've had a friend of mine directed a show i wrote this past fall but um so that tends to be where my focus is um as far as working as an assistant stage manager um, it's something that's like, I'm going to, I want to be involved in this show, but I don't think I have the acting chops for it. And I'm not going to direct it because I don't think I have the directing <laughs> chops for a show this complex and this dense and this I intricate. And this, um, so I'm going to just, I, it's, it's, for me, it was a good chance to a be around theater, which I love to get to work with a lot of the technical aspects. And also for a lot of the rehearsal process, I got to sort of. I'm either like sort of sitting back and getting to watch Zaina Salome, our director at work as a director, which as someone who wants to be a director, that's a really cool thing to, to watch and just way to learn. Um, but then also one of my jobs was to be on book, to be for the actors. So if they were ever 
needed a line. I call a line. It's also my job to if they if they get a line not quite right that to give a line note. And so I become very very familiar with this very professional text, this very well written professional text. And so as a playwright, that's also something that's really cool to like to have really studied a text that's sort of in depth and have noticed these tiny little things that are going on here. There's oh this word choice here and the way they phrase it and the way they set this thing up and oh I think the playwright's trying to set this, you know, it's so all those sort of things um, for me, for me, that was sort of the reason why I wanted that job is to be involved with the, to really to get to observe those kinds of things as well as, you know, earning my way, you know, earning my, earning the fact that my name was on the production, actually doing the work. And um, so I'll, I'll be during, during the course of the show, I'll be helping with the set changes. I'll be bringing in this big old massive curtain, which would be fantastic and beautiful um, and doing uh, some of that kind of, that more technical work that you won't really see. But it you you would notice if it wasn't there, but you're not gonna like oh, Ben must have done his job right. So what happens in the case? You know, I'm I'm sure in dress rehearsals there's missteps and stuff. Well, give me an example of something that maybe, you know, uh, do you have like a, a funny or like well, a, a an example of somewhere maybe something has not gone quite right in tech? Well, so last night was the first night that people were we were running with costumes um so we we we'd had um rehearsal costumes rehearsal costume pieces which are sort of approximations of what they're going to be wearing like like just a jacket or a, a general bathrobe or whatever like some sort of things like that and so last night was the first time we were doing it with the actual real costumes um and figure and we also it was the first time that our costume dressers were working on the show so figuring out which costume pieces go on where and when and how much and sort of excuse me figuring out those kinds of things was a kind of it was kind of a bumbling and we had we had to hold a few times just to like make sure we're figuring everything out and um and even and and every aspect of tech is subject to that uh last night we had like uh one of our lights was like hmm that light is shining directly onto that panel. It wasn't doing that before and must have been that the panel has moved and the way the things are just, you know. So as things are changing on a subtle level, we're like, you know, we know what the, we know what these, the different sets are going to look like. We know where everything's supposed to be, but then just the little tweaks change other little things. And that makes everything just a little bit like, ah, we've got to change this and we've got to change that. And so it's just, um, so it's, not been anything terribly massive or major we're not like oh no are we gonna have a show on friday (laughs) is that no we're not worried about that at all but it's just sort of like it's just greasing the gears and making sure that everything fits and flows smoothly so it's like a, a mingling of all the little intricacies and then also like huge things like set moving and all that and like making it really pop with all these little things that maybe people don't see yeah it's it's getting it's it's the actors getting in and out of these different costumes these rehearsal costumes rehearsal costumes (laughs) because it's now that they're in their actual costumes but one of their actual costumes are rehearsal costumes it gets weird um but yeah getting them in those those costumes to the actual show costumes to their backstage costumes and and all the while um the me and the other assistant stage manager Ben Larson and our crew members are all sort of we're working on moving the set and grabbing things in and pulling things in meanwhile oh there's God. stuff happening in front of the curtain so it's distracting you from the fact that there's like it's not like you're thinking oh there's just a curtain and there's nothing happening for 5 minutes no you won't you won't even notice it'll just be um so it's making just everything 
work smoothly and just flow is is the real issue is the thing we're working on so what's the hardest part about being on crew would you say because this is a you know there's only about seven of you in the crew so yeah i mean it's and and that kind of depends a little bit on your definition of crew Mm -hmm. um but it yeah no seven that actually works that that works um yeah (laughs) um sorry i'm just doing mental math that's yeah seven on crew plus the seven on crew plus well, that, that gets a whole other debate on yeah. how you categorize people. Um, the hardest part, though, um, see, for me, I just love it so much. I'm like, I'm not thinking about what's hard or what's, you know, I'm I'm just having fun with it. Um, for me personally, I think, I think one of the big challenges is probably just making sure that everything flows smoothly and safely. Um, there's, you know, when we're, when we're flying in different pieces um, of the set or, you know, we're, we're moving the sets, we're moving things in and out and they're, they're going everywhere. And this is during the show. So if we were, if we were moving this out in a rehearsal setting, um, every time something had to go up on the fly system or down on the fly system, you yell, you know, like uh, back wall coming in. Thank you, back wall. And you get, you get all that kind of communication. Well, as much as, as much as Stage Kiss is meta theater and it does like to break the fourth wall a little little bit, um, we're not breaking the fourth wall that much. We're all, and part of some of the scene changes is the idea is that you know you just the curtain comes down in intermission and you're like okay you're gonna go have a snack whatever you come sit down the curtain goes up and what the heck there's a totally different set there and it just doesn't you don't even so part of the idea is that it's not something the audience is always aware of so we can't be calling. Um, you know, this up, this in, this whatever. Um, so making sure that we can still do all of that safely. Right, because um, that could be a safety hazard. If, oh, absolutely. You know. So everyone everyone backstage needs to know what's happening when it's happening. Um, and that that includes every crew member, but that also includes all the actors because mm-hmm. the actors are, you know, milling around backstage. They're, they're doing their costume changes. They're checking their props. They're getting ready to come on. They're, you know, setting themselves up. Um, so for me, I think just making sure everything happens safely is the biggest problem. Gotcha. And that's really important, too, because, you know, like you said, you've got walls flying in and curtains and, you know, yeah. people are running backstage trying to get to their sp- spots and you've got to communicate really well, too. So, yeah. And this is in, in, in all my time at the UO, uh, this is the most complicated show in, in terms of just physical tech that I've seen. Um I'm sure there are other shows that in terms of lights and sounds have been vastly more complex, but in terms of just the physical movements and things that need to happen to make this show work, um, there isn't a show that's been on since I've been here that's more complex, and I've seen everything that's been on here since I've been here. Um, wow. Everything in, in all the mainstay shows and the pocket shows, pocket shows are you know, they have tiny they're smaller, budget. yeah. They're, they're tiny. They have a hundred twenty-five dollar budget, so you're not going to expect wow. anything terribly <laughs> complex from them. The fact that they get anything done at all is like, oh my god! <laughs> it's, it's a testament to undergraduate ingenuity. <laughs> um, but it's, yeah, no. There's the fact we're using so much space in ways that it's just, it's like, oh, we got, we've got to find a way to, you know, get all this stuff 
and there's in sort of like these four different spaces that we've sort of we've got stuff hanging in the flies and we've got stuff off stage one place and we've got off stage back the other place and then there's the actual stage itself and you know figuring out which things are where at what point in time is just it's just this crazy juggling act so then going off of that you say you love it so much what is the the best part what's the most rewarding thing that keeps you coming to rehearsal every day you know you work such long hours on these shows at night you're there sometimes until like 11 yeah. or later you know depending oh, on what I, happens we had a rehearsal last 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 fall there was a show i was in legend of barnes we had a rehearsal where we started at 11 <sighs> because so many of our cast and crew were in pride and prejudice and we had to wait for them to get done and they got oh done gosh. with their run at 11 and then we had to okay then we had to go wow. and so we were rehearsing until like 1 30 um and then I had class in the pocket at 10 a.m. <laughs> that day. And it's like, it's just, um, no, it's, there. there's a magic to theater that you sort of, you have to be in the room where it happens. Forgive me for that. Um, <laughs> you've got, you've got to be there to, to see it happen because it, it's, there's something that happens in the physical space and like you're actually watching someone say these things and experience these things and especially the magical moments i mean especially in in stage because there's 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 a slew of these like just beautiful magical moments um and every show every show has them every show has these moments where it's like wow that's really really cool um and it's sort of if, if it could be described in words well, there wouldn't be theater because we'd just describe it in words. We'd just say, you know, hey, there's this magical moment thing here and boom, that's we don't need to spend the money to build a theater and have all these fancy lights and actually pay for actors to come to rehearsal and do the rehearsal and come to the show and have you all go into the same room and see the show. If 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 the same impact could be achieved in an easier way, it would be, but it can't. There just is no other way. And because, and because it's living, it is, the, the stage is alive when actors are on it and when the lights and the tech and everything is working on it, it's, it's alive. And the audience knows that, whether they say they know it or not, the audience notices. So then what is that like, you know, you've been on that stage in those magic moments so often. What is it like watching them from side stage? Do you feel, you know, you're, you guys are in the dark. You're all like running around <laughs> focusing on, you know, cues and stuff. I mean, I'm in the dark, so you can't see me, but the actors are still in the light. Yeah. And so I can see the stage and I, with, with most of the shows that I've been involved with, um, whether as an actor or... I'm sort of lucky as a director, I get to do this anyway, but as, as now as a stagehand, it's sort of like, I kind of wish I wasn't involved in the show just so I could sit in the audience and watch just because I would love to just watch the magic happen as it's intended to be seen. Cause I'm, I'm watching these, these beautiful moments from the side and they've been staged so that you can see them from the house and that they look really good from the house. And I'm sort of seeing in a lot of these magic moments, I'm seeing the sides of these <laughs> actors or I'm seeing the backs of these actors. There's, there's like a few moments, there's a few really good moments where, they're stand, where the actors are standing in profile to each other as far as the audience is concerned. So I, as a stagehand, I have a really good view of one person's back and the front of one of the other actors and I can see that and that's really cool. But it's... 
it's knowing that the magic is happening. And I think for me, the real magic is going to come starting opening night when we've actually got an audience, when the audience is laughing their heads off, which they will <laughs> several moments when the audience is cheering and hooting and hollering. And when they leave the theater with a tear in their eye, because that's what the show is going to do that knowing that moment is coming, knowing that we sort of have that power over people that we can make them feel things that makes it worth it. That makes it worth any number of, you know, five hours of rehearsal. You know, if we're called tonight at six um, and we go until, you know, 10 or 1030 because we have to hold everything. And then after that, we have to clean it all up and make sure everything's where it needs to be. We can easily be there until 11. Um, that's five hours. It's hard, but it's so beautiful. Great. So my last question is, what is next for you? Where do you see yourself going with this? You love theater so yeah. much. It is like oh. in your bones. It is like. Well, I'm not I'm not leaving the UO anytime yeah. soon. So I've got I've got a few projects in the pipeline. Um, I'm expecting I'm probably going to audition for the It Can't Be Right show that they do over the summer for the incoming freshmen. Um, I'm actually I'm currently slated. Uh, the, the theater department has announced season for next next year um, and I'm going to be assistant directing the first show of the season with uh, Michael Najjar I'm just going to be Great. it's called it's a musical called the dead um, it's little um, based on short story by James Joyce and it's going to be on the same Robinson stage um, and I'm I've, I've worked with um, professor Najjar multiple times it's always always super fun um we'll be teaching a fig at the same time called world the um world theater nice. so we get a you know we get a i get to work with the freshmen bring them into the world of the theater <laughs> uh, which is always which is always so much fun um i'm currently writing a show which i plan to direct in the pocket in winter term given that ever assuming everything uh, goes my way which is you know <laughs> by no means a guarantee that i'll you know that I'll get to direct. There's a whole bunch of circumstances, but um, that's the imminent future. And what comes after that, I have no idea because there's all sort. I mean, the the world of theater is so huge. Every, everywhere you go in this country, there's a theater. Everywhere you go, there are actors and directors and there are playwrights and there's um, there's just people wanting to stand in front of other people and talk. Um, and I just want to be a part of it. Just be in the room where it happens. Cool. My final question. <coughs> Sorry. I, I know I told you that was my last question. This is my last question. People who don't know what you guys do backstage, what is the one thing that you want, you know, them to leave, like, knowing what do you you know it's so often overlooked because you know it's all happening in the silence and in the dark and you know it's supposed to be seamless but what what do you want people to know about your experience i mean part of me wants to be like don't know anything we're not you're not supposed to notice the stagehands you're not supposed to notice the crew we're we're supposed to be invisible you're supposed to be focusing on the actors telling the story you're supposed to be focusing on the people living this great experience in the moment um I think the biggest thing I, I for yeah for me that's like that's really where the focus needs to be like these people 
living their stories, the actors, the, the characters, those, that's where your focus should be. Um, I think just something that as you look through the list, as you look, as you look through the program and you see, you know, the assistant stage managers and the crew members, um, everyone who's credited, I think just realize that there's a lot of love and effort that goes into creating this, you know, uh, no one no one gets in a theater for the money <laughs> like you don't do it if if all you want is money don't be a theater major go 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 to the business school or, or, or do literally anything else because it is it is possible to make a living doing theater that's about you know in terms of making money that's all you can do if if it's really done for the love of it it's done because we just we care so much about these characters we read about in scripts we care about reality we care about our audiences we care about telling stories and the crew are just people are people just like the actors and directors and the sound designers and the set designers they're people who love telling those stories who have maybe a slightly different set of skills, and so they help tell the stories in slightly different ways. Um, but they're they're there for the exact same reason that everyone else is. Um, they love it just as much as everyone else, and I think that's that's I think what's really going on in 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 the crew and in the stagehands and in the stage managers who you know are sitting up in the booth who you never see and they're, they're working everything um and you never you never see them except for a credit line in the program like oh stage manager i wonder what they do <laughs> everything <laughs> they do everything they make so, the show happen i'll just explain to you what will happen the curtain will come down fast but i'll slow down before i get to you and then i'll Again, that was Emerald Arts and Cultures writer Jordan Brown and StageKiss assistant stage manager Ben Jones. StageKiss will be playing at the Robinson Theater of the Miller Theater Complex from Friday, April 22nd through Saturday, May 7th. You can also find the story written by Jordan Brown on the April 21st cover of the Daily Emerald. This podcast was produced by myself, Francisca Monahan, and thank you for listening to the Emerald Podcast Network.